Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Uh, Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba show on another day, and we are ready to chat with you. The number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Super P, Rick and Bubba University student, on the phones right now, ready to go. What up? Lord of the Jacket has already been helping with the YouTube channel for the kickoff hour. He's now joined by his sensei. Uh, Eddie Van Adler, who's ready to go for another day for the YouTube experience. Get the Rick and Bubba show a number of ways, live and or archived. There's no reason to ever miss a second of the program uh, and find all those options uh, right there at rickandbubba.com. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, they've already dropped that kickoff hour on almost all those platforms. Uh, so if you missed it, uh, go back and pick that up today. Uh, we unpack another one, uh, and we'll update you on the things that are going on within the program today. Right there is the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the King's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Baba How about it, Rick Burgess? <laughs> Studio lights flashing. <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I bet it was fun writing that song. Oh, yeah, pretty simple stuff. They said, let's name some lots. Somebody said, everybody, I, everybody give me a lot. Somebody came in with a really outstanding, funky beat <laughs> yep, and says, yep. what do y'all say? Anybody? And says, I just don't really feel like getting too deep right now. Uh, it, some I keep hearing some about lights. Let's yeah. just all throw out various lights, and we'll have this thing put to bed in no time. It's funny, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what happens. Yeah. Somebody come in and go, man, this is a kicking beat mm-hmm. here. We need probably Bootsy Collins. Yeah, we need to we need to come up with some words for something. Yeah. And somebody said, what about lights? Yeah, Bootsy came in and said, let's just reminds me of the Jonas Brothers and Waffle House a little bit. You know, yeah, all that. Yeah, absolutely. And don't you know that was a dare? I bet you can't write a song about Waffle House. Can I tell you something? I'll go a step further. How did it take so long for yeah, somebody to write a song about Waffle House? It's been screaming tribute since the day I sat down to those really large plates. Oh, I know. I it's, know. it's so good. You're trying to make me hungry right out of the yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell you something. I, I can't tell you about something that happened last night, speaking of eating well. Uh, all right, so uh, we have that today. Uh do want to, and, and Adler, thank you yesterday, buddy. I, we don't know. Adler can tell me later, but we had some kind of technical difficulty on the Wednesday Bible study archive. I mean, Adler does a 
fabulous job of a lot of times getting that out within a half hour of it being live. And um, so yesterday we had some technical difficulty, but it did come out later. I'm just saying it came out a little later than it normally does and is out on our social media today. So if you were like, what what happened to that yesterday? Did birds not do one? We did, uh, and it is the first part, first 10 verses of Revelation 13, and that archive is now available on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel, and on our social media. So if you were looking for it and it messed up your routine yesterday, our apologies, uh, but it was just some sort of technical difficulty that Adler worked through and got it done. So thank you, Chris Adler, for that. Well, we uh, uh, we have a, uh, a full uh, schedule oh, of things today, oh, a lot going oh, on. Oh, and and one of them, oh, I think, oh, I, I, oh. I, want, I want people to make note of this because, again, it's a real-life example of things that we talk about. And it's happening uh, in nature, so to speak, yep. with these Canadian wildfires. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I don't know if you've seen the reports and, and how New York and Philadelphia is dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, It's yeah. at record levels, by the way, for yeah. it being dangerous for humans. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about that. And, and I think it, it shows some interesting things when we're dealing with the whole global warming deal. Well, it's the kind of stuff we've talked about forever, and I, I know where you're going with this, and I agree with you, and we will unpack it, and that is the the man-made so-called impact versus natural phenomenon. And uh, it's not even close. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and the old, the old Earth's been doing that for a long, long time. Now, I know the Canadians will find some way to claim that global warming man, man-made made these fires so bad, and I know that's how they'll go. Uh, it's going to be a tough sell, well, I, but, but I, the air quality right now in some of the most liberal cities in our country, as Bubba said, worst some in history. Say, in history. history, yeah. Uh, uh, the the level, the numbers that they go by, the scale, uh, anything mm-hmm. over three twenty is considered mm-hmm. hazardous to your health. Oh, yeah. In other words, it can cause big time trouble. Yep. Uh, it's currently at four sixty yep. in New York. Yep. So anyway, we'll talk about that. Several things about that I think is very interesting yep. that I would challenge uh, able-bodied and able-thinking people to uh, to put into their uh, into their uh, coffers and look at. Uh, there several other things. Uh, Tucker Carlson's in the news again. Um, we've got uh, some some breaking news for us. Uh, the FBI and the Oversight Committee, they've had several things going on. Saw a, saw a clip, first time I had seen it uh, this morning, I was telling you about Jay Monahan from the PGA uh, with this big uh, live golf Gosh. thing coming together. Oh, um, you know, when you live, you might have could have got away with this in the 1960s or even 70s, but when you live in our time where everything is documented and lives mm-hmm. forever on the Internet, mm-hmm. This, I think this is a tough one. I yep. mean, there's there's hypocrites, and then there's there's ones that's hard to get over. Yeah, and and you know it's uh, and he he's admitted that he he was a hypocrite. That's helpful. Uh, we all it's, uh, at some point find ourselves a little hypocritical, but then there's different levels of it. And this one is when when you when you decide to throw this kind of punch because you're so upset about something. Whew, well, you talk about it coming back. I mean, it's boomerang so, on that one. Yeah, so we'll we'll have that uh, for you today, and uh, and we'll work through all that. Yeah, this uh, this Tucker Carlson thing. I, we we were kind of wondering, you know, since you and I and the guys uh, uh, have been part of this for a long time, this this world of non competes and and you know uh, we let you go for calls or not for calls, and you know, in in the whole world of streaming and 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 how, how does that all apply? You know, we're still this day sitting here trying to buy a license 
so we can play our bed music on on our streaming <laughs> services on YouTube and, and still haven't been able to figure that out. So, so I, yeah, so I mean, I, I, you I, think I, that would be covered by right. now, right? I mean, you would think. So uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this this Tucker thing. You know, um, it's. Uh, uh, but uh, but you know I, I don't I, I I have not got a copy of the contract so I can't weigh in on what yeah. it said. But also, uh, Rick, we've got an update. I caught up on my uh, Skinwalker Ranch last Did you? night, Did you catch and uh, we had somewhat of a mystery revealed far as a person, and then the strange tie-in that they're uh, how, how this this all is playing out. I think is very interesting. This is that case where we need the whiteboard. To, to, to try to tie some things together, you know. What? Gosh, I need. To we go. got to get that and some new lights. Well, you know, you know, I've got a, I've got a great uh, dry erase one there. I mean, but, but we, it's we, giant, but it's on the wall. Right? It's on the wall. I mean, we need one in here. Should right? we just put it on like an easel? You, well, you know, that would be good. Would you want it on the easel or one always here? Uh, the easel would be all right, I think. Yeah, I, know, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. But yeah, I think we really do need one straight up. Do you I think love we could it. mark on that board with a dry erase bowl and it come off? I've got some markers in there if we want to try it. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to see the dry erasable markers last longer. <laughs> well, they wear out pretty quick. Uh, we'll be back. Maybe i got some cheap ones. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show as we make our way back. All right, so let's, uh, let's start with our brothers in Canada, the big polluters, uh, the Canadians. It's serious business. The all-caring, the all-loving, the earth-hugging, tree-worshipping Canadians. Well, they're polluting up the whole world. Hey, yeah! So, if you have seen video of the Northeast, New York, Philadelphia, it's working its way down to D.C. today. It is some of the worst quality air we have ever recorded since we've made this. They're canceling. Look at this, Rick. They're canceling professional sporting events. Yeah. Because you can't breathe in it. No. The governor of New York is telling people stay inside, which I've never completely understood that because your ha- your house is not airtight, isn't it coming in too? Sure. But is. anyway, yeah. I won't get off. Plus, you can't see that. a fly ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. I won't get off on that tangent. Where is it? But it it is terrible. Hazardous to your health, like it could cause death. Three twenty on yeah. the scale. Yeah, they are recording four sixty, yeah. highest ever. With all the cars in New York City, day in and day out, stuck in traffic, running twenty four seven, they could never create anything like this. No, never. No, ever. No, Greta. No. Ever. No. Okay. No. A Canadian wildfire has done this. Right. Once again. I, and I submit to to all of you logical thinking people, nothing we can do, man-made, can ever compete with what nature is capable of dealing out. Mm-mm. Again, case in point, all the cars, all the traffic jams, all the tunnels, all the airplanes can, have never been able to create this type of environment, but a natural fire can. Right. Now... There's also issues, and I, I read the story, and I don't know why these fires are burning in Canada, but there's a story in the Daily Mail today about poor forest management is the cause. Mm-hmm. They have not been doing their control burns. They have not been doing their fire breaks. They have not been doing the things that, like what we hear they don't do in California. They want it to be natural. Mm-hmm. Natural. Well, mm-hmm. this is what natural looks like, guys. Yeah, it does. If you if you leave the garden unattended and untended, 
This is what it looks like. It, it burns out of control. So they've talked about, oh, the global warming and, you know, this and the climate and all this. We can't, we can't allow control burns, little small control burns that keep these things from getting out of control. And now look at it. Yeah. So what's better, control burns or nature? Right. Well, and, and, and you can't, some of these people on the left, you can't get this through their thick head with a 10 penny nail. No. They are so, they have just a, a reprobate mind on it. They, they're, they're already over the cliff. They can't see. No. They can't look at logic. They have no ability to admit no. I was wrong based on overwhelming evidence no. because they're prideful. You're right. And they won't just say I was wrong. No, and, and it is odd. Even if you use their own logic, ours is pretty simple. We know that uh, through a biblical worldview, we were told to be conservationists, meaning we're supposed to, as Bubba said, uh, take care of the garden, and the garden is in a fallen state. So, but, but even if you don't believe that, they believe that we're supposed to come to the rescue of certain animals that will go extinct if human beings don't help them stay alive. Of course, now, on the other hand, they believe in evolution, which is odd, but those two seem mutually exclusive. But, 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 <laughs> Rick, they, but they're, right. abs- they're absolutely uh, against each other. But it, doesn't that at least flip some kind of switch that human beings have a role that they play maybe helping creation? And one of those would be what you talked about. If you have all this underbrush that just grows wild and you don't have fire breaks, uh, when natural fires break out from lightning and, and things like that, uh, or if somebody makes a mistake and leaves something out there, off she goes uh, and and burns in a way that fire breaks and, like Bubba said, intending to it would have minimized. But now, just in uh, Quebec alone, a uh, hundred fires burning uncontrollably. Uh, and, uh, of course, the biggest concern is air quality, which we've just covered. It's... Uh, it, and now it's drifting down into the United States and the Northeast uh, and causing all the things we just mentioned. So it's, um, it, and, you know, it, it, it's, I thought to myself, you know, we've got a couple of uh, wedding showers this weekend, and the one on Sunday is just the bridal shower. And uh, Blake's uh, future wife, you know, they live in New York City. I bet she's thankful she's coming to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. You know what? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You think about things like that, you know, the big sporting mm-hmm. events like the Yankees mm-hmm. canceling and mm-hmm. all that. That's yep. one thing. But all the little events right. that have been mm-hmm. had had to be canceled. Right. Yeah. Uh, so um, a listener here emailed said, you know, they, they said uh, mask cured COVID-19. Why can't everybody just wear a mask? Wouldn't they be okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that'll let you know that mask by the way, didn't work. <laughs> by, the, by, the, by the way, I had an interesting conversation uh, last night with someone whose father is a doctor. Yeah. And, uh, <clears> and, and the conversation was uh, my dad never did the mask thing at uh, the office uh, because he knew through training uh, what the masks could do and not do and, and why they wear them and the fact that why they wear them is not the same thing as this virus and it and it really is of no use to the virus and I mean against the virus and 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 was even those that were trained going you realize those of us that were highly trained in this we we knew what these masks could and couldn't do 
Um, and I don't know why we acted like that, that, that we were believing the stuff that wasn't true when we were trained that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you're talking about something as tiny as, uh, as that virus. But anyway, so uh, and the fact that you have to wear them a certain way for them to be any effect at all. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess, yeah, I guess all the New Yorkers now, they just put their mask on, they'll be fine. Well, and, and, <laughs> right? and really in conclusion of this, mm-hmm. um, when you have control burns of the forest, it is a inconvenience. It can be smoky, can mm-hmm. be hard to breathe sometimes, and unfortunately, sometimes it gets over on highways. But usually, the people who do this are really, really good at, at looking at the weather and getting it to move away from you know highways where it could be a problem yep. for drivers. Yep. But with that said, it's still a minor convenience compared to what they're dealing with now total i mean total disruption of society in new york yeah and and the bigger question and it could have been avoided yeah it and, could have been avoided folks so this is what natural looks like and you go back to the other because remember we've been talking about this about volcanoes forever and of course you're not allowed to say that but this is just another example of what we meant by that right exactly yeah that, it, and that's it, another it, point to this yeah when when these things the man-made impact if there is any compared to natural phenomenon like wildfires and volcanoes that the earth eventually shrugs off and cleans up itself is guys i mean it's it's insane it 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 really is which goes back to the point you're being duped right you're being duped by people who want to control your lives and tax you into oblivion for their own for their own power that's all it's about and we'll be right back rick and bubba rick and bubba we are uh, updating uh, on uh, everything li- uh, involving the PGA and live. And as you said, Bubba, earlier in the program, living in a time where everything we say and do is documented for on um, on video and audio, uh, a video has now surfaced uh, uh, with the PGA. Uh, what is his title? Is he the commissioner? Commissioner uh, Jay Monahan, uh, and talking about drawing all these lines with the PGA and how moral they are. Uh, and how immoral Ella, uh, Liv is, uh, and, wow. and and even brings up 9-11. Oh, wow. This so, is a Jim Nance interview from about a year ago. First time I'd seen it. It's been out. Many of you have, may have seen it. But uh, check this out right here, what he says, now knowing that he is going to enter into a business arrangement with these very folks. Mm-hmm. I want to ask about this. There was a story that was first reported uh, in the New York Post yesterday by Brian Wacker, about a 9-11 coalition of families and survivors of the 2001 terrorist attacks. Um, 9-11 families united sent a, a letter to the representatives of Phil, Dustin, Bryson, Reed, and others, quote, expressing their outrage towards the golfers for participating in the new league and accusing them of sports washing and betraying the United States. End quote. That's gotten a lot of steam over the last 24 hours. That story first reported again in the New York Post. How much did you talk to your players about the possible ramifications if they sign on with the new league? Well, I talked to players. I've talked at a player meeting, and I've and I've talked to a number of players uh, individually uh, for a long period of time. And I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications. And as it relates to the families of 9-11, I have two families that are close to me that lost loved ones. And so my heart goes out to them. And I would ask, you know, any player that 
has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? Hmm. Well, that, that was a very biting statement until today. Uh, now it doesn't seem to have so much teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, when he... Uh, and but he, I can't be bought out. He, he's <laughs> been, you know, he he was head of the PGA, so obviously he was taking course, issue with Liv. Of course, And uh, <clears throat> saying, you know, things that were pro his group and anti the other group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you you take it to this level, Rick, uh, where you're talking uh, 9-11 and families, mm-hmm. the word hypocrite doesn't really... It's almost not strong enough. Well, if I would say this, if he really had conviction about that statement, the day that the PGA forced him to uh, to make this deal is the day you say I can no longer serve as commissioner. Right. You know what don't I would you, say? Don't you step down? And you know what as I would the say? Announcements made. You know what I would say? That's yeah. a guy of conviction right there. I might not even agree that it right. was that big a deal, but I would say well, I tell you one thing: he 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 certainly believes it. Right. Uh, but next, Rory. Well, you know, to that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia is a big country, mm-hmm. has a lot of people in it. Uh, you can't put everybody in one pot, just like here. You you don't want everybody to hold us responsible for what a, a Ted Bundy or mm-hmm. some other crazy person might do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Saudis are allies of ours uh, on the world stage. But... There are some issues with the royal family and, you know, the, the murder of the journalist and some things like that, that you, you, you know, you have to kind of at some point back up and go, okay, Saudi's good. Saudi's bad. You got, you got to make that call, right? Yeah. Uh, Roy McElroy has been real upset about all this. He's, he's, uh, he, he's has something to say about what this has shown him. Here we go. Yeah. So, um, I got a text message on uh, Monday night, I guess, um, from Jimmy Dunn saying, Hey, can I give you a call in the morning? So I said, sure. Uh, Jimmy rang me at about six 30 yesterday morning. Um, we had a chat, took me through the news, took me through the deal, the structure of the deal. Um, what it meant for us, what it meant for the DP world tour. Um, so yeah, I, I learned about it pretty much at the same time everyone else did. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a surprise. Um, I knew there had been discussions going on um, in the background. I knew that uh, lines of communication had been opened up. Uh, I obviously didn't expect it to happen as, as quickly as it did. Um, but I really think that, you know, from what I gather, the tour felt they were in a real position of strength coming off the back of the DP world winning their legal case in, in London. Um, it sort of weakened um, the other side's position and, um, you know, they went in there and, you know, the way Jimmy described it, you know, Roy, sometimes you got two itty over water and you just got to go for it. And, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's what, that's what they did. And, um, you know, I think ultimately when I try to remove myself from the situation and I look at the bigger picture and I look at 10 years down the line, you know, I think ultimately this is going to be, um, it's going to be good for the, the the game of professional golf. I think it secures the uh, it unifies it and it and it secures its its financial future. So um, you know, there's there's mixed emotions in there as well uh, as as there's going to be. I don't understand all the intricacies of what's going on. It's a very 
um, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of things still to be um, sort of thrashed out. But um, at least it means that the litigation goes away, which has been a massive burden for everyone um, that's involved with the tour and that's playing the tour. Uh, and we can start to work toward, you know, some sort of way of of unifying the game at the at the elite level. Adam, Adam on the left. Rory, has over the last day with the different meetings and the conversations you've had with players, has your opinion changed at all? Have you sort of started to see where this is all going? And are you are, are you excited about this? Are you optimistic about this? Kind of as you project it forward. What do you yeah. Think? So I mean, I think the the one thing that uh, I think was really misconstrued last yesterday was you know all the headlines were pj tour emerges with live and live has got nothing to do with this right i mean it's the pj tour dp world tour and the public investment fund are basically partnering to create a new company um you know this has gotten you know i think that's where i was a little frustrated because all i've wanted to do and all i've wanted you know in the past year from basically this tournament is to protect the future of the pj tour and, and protect the aspirational nature of, of what the PGA Tour stands for. Um, and I hope that this does that, but you know, I think with the headlines being merges with live, like that's not the, I mean, if you look at the structure of how it's structured down, this, this new company sits above everything. Jay's the CEO of that. So technically anyone that is involved with live now would answer to Jay. So, you know, the PGA Tour have, have control of everything. And the one thing as well is, you know, whether you like it or not, the PIF are going to keep spending money in golf. At least the PGA Tour now controls how that money is spent. You know, so I'd, you know, if you're thinking about, some, you know, one of the biggest sovereign wealth funds in the world, would you rather have them as a partner or, the, or an enemy? Um, at the end of the day, money talks and you'd rather have them as a partner. Um, Jimmy Dunn, by the way, who he is referencing in the first. I talked to Jimmy. Jimmy texts me. Jimmy is known in the golf world as the ultimate power broker. He's like the Donald Trump of golf. And so that's why that name's being thrown around. Uh, He's on the PGA Tour board. Okay, Let's like talk about it board. when we come back because there's several things that are kind of odd to me. More Rick and Bubba coming up 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. By the way, I found myself wishing that Jim Nance would come and interview us. Um, <laughs> oh, he's so good. Isn't so, he? so Monahan, you know, got uh, hey man, nine eleven, all that. How can these people be playing for these Saudis? And now, you know, the deal's been made. Uh, Rory, we we heard him kind of be a little long winded, but eventually got to the bottom line of saying, hey, you know, if it's it may help uh, to. Uh, to take the bad of all this and minimize it. It may be good for golf long-term and, you know, ultimately the financial piece that it brings kind of superseded some of the convictions and Bubba, what say you and Hamzy and y'all, you guys. Well, I, um, Rory obviously will probably know much more about it than I do, but yeah. what he's saying about the Saudi public investment fund and live being two different things is just not correct. I mean, they are the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, the the crown prince is going to have a big say in all of it because he's still writing checks. Um, Jay Monahan um, 
Now, we know players were not consulted. Jay was anti-Live because it was a competing league. Right. Now he's negotiated behind the scenes and apparently will have a job with this new group. Mm -hmm. We don't know how the money has gone. How much, I mean, can he, how do you represent the PGA when you're promised a check to be in charge of the new group? Does that change your decision-making process? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange animal, to say the least. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to get simplistic about and, it from, and, a, from a business standpoint. Right. And, and I think what I would do if I was in his place is I would come out, when, and we'll see all this when it comes out. Look, guys, here's the deal. I had some strong convictions about this, but my job is to look after golf ultimately. And I see that this other bunch has got money that we'll never be able to keep up with. They've come in, uh, and, and and now you know we'll have more of a say. It'll stop all this, whatever. And they they they've they've given me a financial package that uh, will take care of my family. But I have gone in and assured that they will also continue to pay golfers what we could never pay with you guys without them. It's also good for your long term plan and the health of golf. Uh, you know, you guys ain't gonna make any money if 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 uh, if the PGA goes under and and uh, now you brought up a good point. You know, we know this about negotiating. One of the things that puts you in a place of strength is if someone else wants you and is willing to pay you more than whoever you're with is paying. You know, that goes away with this. Okay, so that uh, that was my point. Like yeah. two or three of these guys got big deals to begin with to right. go over there, right? Yeah. Hundreds million Brooks kept, dollars. Uh, how, how much did he get? What, oh, what? four or five hundred million. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. It's, so I mean, it's crazy money. The, day, million, the, day, the day they merge, do they have to give that kind of money to anybody? No. There's nowhere to go. As long as they, yeah, yeah. So the you, guys who took this money and now are back in are the ones that look like geniuses right now. Yeah, yeah. Phil yeah. Mickelson's of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I think cosmetically you're going to see, so we have the logo up behind us here, and Rory's right about one thing. Live Golf was simply a golf entity that branched out from this Saudi Arabia prince who manages $600 billion in in different things, mm -hmm. Indy and I don't know if it's Indy or no, Formula, Formula One, one. but I know Premier he has a soccer League. team and, of course, the big oil company and all these things, but he manages that. I think you're going to see Live Golf, that logo, go away. Yeah, it's gone. You're going to have PGA Tour and DP World Tour just like you had previous, but you're going to have more money and more funds to play with, and they're going to add an element of this team aspect that you had with Live Golf under those two umbrellas. And golf is a weird sport anyway because there are five weekends where we all watch golf, even if you're not golf fans, and it has nothing to do with the PGA Tour. The four majors that we talked about yesterday, the PGA Tour has nothing to do with those. So those are owned even, by somebody else. That. I didn't even know that. That's and why then, these other guys can play in And it. then Ryder Cup <clears throat> is the other one, and they don't have anything to do with it. And so what you're going to have now are purses – for these players that is as good, maybe even better in some cases, for the regular week tours, and you're going to have the team aspect, and you're going to have the crowd fanfare that we've seen. You want to see something fun? Watch a lit, like the, what's going on there as fans. It's fun. And so I think it's a – I've said this since this started. This merger is a good thing for golf fans in general. I don't – I 
I know there are people that are going to lose jobs because now you're going to have guys that are on the lower end or not going to have a spot because these guys are coming back. Get that. If you're tied to that, that's a tough deal. Get it. Um, but now you're going to have the best of the best all playing under one umbrella with a lot more money to be spent to enhance everything about it. The PGA uh, professional asks, does this mean we get to wear shorts now? Professional uh, what? what? Did PGA, you say? what'd I say? You said the A word for some reason. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't yeah. say that. You, I don't you get along with people? <laughs> I did not <laughs> say like that. A troublemaker. By the way, I did not say <laughs> that. Well, if you're known that. I said PGA. <laughs> no, you, you said a word after that. You put yeah. S's on the end yeah, yeah, I said PGA guy, professional, <laughs> said, does this mean we get to wear shorts? Because you the, said, I know you didn't mean to. You didn't mean to. You did say the A word. I'm going to go back. Listen. You're talking about. Yeah, really. He was asking to say. You mean he asked a question? What you meant? Yeah, you didn't mean. PJ. That's what Greg is. What I say? You said what I say? Said the A word. What I say? A PJ player asks. Yeah, I just didn't say the. Yeah, yeah. You didn't left the K. And what it sounded like? It's what like you sound like. Here's what it sounded like. Here's what it sounded like. You went. Here's what it sounds like. It sounded like you went. Look, these PGA. I mean, what are they? Okay. they I mean, that's funny. It's I'm a sorry PGA. if I sounded that way. You need I'm to sorry. listen back. You'll get a kick. But anyway, a... they get to wear shorts and live. And they says, "Does yeah. this mean we get to wear shorts?" Now, yeah. who, who asked that? Uh, PGA player. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I don't see my case. Yeah, and when you and when you get into ask the, uh, you yeah, had a little bit it. of lazy math. You went, you went through. Asked it. Uh, when, asked it. When you um, kind of rough on the guy. When when at, in this thing about protesting and all that, it goes back to the <laughs> same old thing. You've had a rough. 48 yeah. hours. No, I'm fine. I just said my case. I don't mean yesterday, too. Yeah, I really said my case. Do you know what I mean? It also gets into this, you know, when you're in deals with certain companies and all this, like you said, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's the same thing like when you go, you have to go in there and go, all right, I need to get something from either Target or Walmart. All right, Target, I don't like that they put their display up here in the front, and I don't like this thing about kids, so I'm going to Walmart where all they have is just the rainbow flags everywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like uh-huh. it, it, you, you, you're not going to find, and unless there's a company that just says they line up with you on everything, it's hard to be consistent with all that oh, yeah. because I don't know where these wonderful people are that, that, that do all this stuff, you know? you got to ask that question. So then you look yes. and go, just like with us, I mean, you know, there's some of the things we do and, <laughs> you know, the people that allow us the opportunity to do it, they don't agree with us on everything, but but with their money and with the platforms they've afforded us, we get to do it how we want to during our time. You know, is it worth it? I think it is. The fruit of it sure has says yes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's go to Jonathan out of Enterprise, Alabama. Jonathan, go. Hey guys, I just want to, first off, my my kids love you guys to death. Ten, eleven years old, we're raising them right. That's, um, that's a good dad right there. Happy Father's Day next week. <laughs> Appreciate it. We were in Canada about a week and a half ago. Lovely country, wonderful people so far, but the they are so green. There is pot and marijuana everywhere. I had to have the drug talk with my kids every day. It was ridiculous. Well, Canada right now, the whole whole country smells like pot because it's all burning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they like, may not have any more plants New York, left after this. New York smells like pot. Philadelphia smells like pot. D.C.'s going to smell you know, like pot. I, I thought, you know, and I, I hate to, to drag this up about this, but I thought we had kind of decided smoke in your lungs was bad for from anything. Yeah, know what the source uh, is. Tobacco, no pot, yeah. pine Corn trees, silk. anything. Corn yeah. silk. Yeah. Silk. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, let's go to John, Birmingham, Alabama, 1047 WZZK. Go, John. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to ask uh, Country Boy Hamsey about Zach Bryan. Has he heard of him? He's a great oh, yeah. songwriter, and he may be a good for a uh, podcast because he's a uh, ex Navy, and he went uh, viral singing in his army barracks, going south or heading south. I just, if I was him, I would have changed my name because it's real close to Zach Brown. It is. I know I got confused. I thought Zach Brown had uh, that new song about yeah, orange. I did too. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually this guy, right? Yeah, that's yep. a cool song. Is he by playing the way. Rock the South? Hmm. Uh, I might step out. I've got Sorry. a couple of his songs. Yeah, why don't you step back? Country play. Uh, Josh, yeah. Mississippi. Josh, go ahead. Uh, good morning, guys. I just wanted to wish uh, Speedy a little bit of sympathy. I have a son named Jack, and my wife looks at me sideways every time I come in the room to say, Jack, ask me a question. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, you're right. That's Josh, good. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Chris. By the way, From Austin is my favorite Zach Bryan song. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over Orange? You don't like yeah. Orange? Yeah. Oh, I like What's the one about the like bull rider? He's, his daddy got killed riding a bull, and he's riding it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's good, Greg. It's a song. It's a real song. I don't know the name of it. Chris uh, Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Chris, go ahead. His name. Yeah, um, I was just seeing if uh, you guys had heard about the UFO crash. It was like uh, there was a nine one one call that came in. The young guy yes. said it crashed in, crashed in his backyard, and like eight foot tall aliens standing in his backyard. I listened to that this morning. That's that's legit. What? what? There was, was it Vegas? They Las also Vegas? had. Yeah, they also had a, a police officer that was on a domestic call uh, just a block or two away from where it happened, and he caught the he the craft it. or whatever fall, falling from the sky on his body. What cam. are we uh, talking about? about? Listen, what are we listen, talking about? Do we, do we have the video? Y'all lost you ever. There's a video. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the video's out let's, there. Let's, here it is right here. Here it is. It's out there. All right, here we go. I watched it this morning. Should I park this up? Yeah, that's good. There it went. Okay, but wait, wait till you hear the, the 911 call. <laughs> so there. So something hit the ground. There it is. It we have right here it is. I, I got it up. Yeah, no, We're not right you. Here. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I thought I have it I won't speak to call me of a, a name. Rick, I I, Rick, I was just asking. <laughs> asking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why it's not coming to you. Uh, the aliens. Let me Somebody check. help me. They don't want us to hear it. I think the aliens oh, are my goodness, it. y'all. Right, listen, listen, time y'all, think about it. We can't just weird, sit here and you, say Rick. that a UFO crashed somebody's backyard and eight-foot aliens <laughs> walking around and just move on. <laughs> right. I, mean, I mean, what are we doing next? <laughs> a shout-out? <Yeah. laughs> happy anniversary. Want to do a birthday? <laughs> what are we security, talking about? The security camera catches something coming in I hot. I saw that. Okay, we don't, we the aliens that. are not on Coming in hot. But Greg, there is a nine one one call. The guy's you, going, "Hey, I got aliens standing." Are you backyard. are you buying in? What are you in? Here we go. Here. I don't know why my audio is not working on Bo, this I one have video. it potted up. I, I I don't know why it's. I'll not pretend on I'm him. Somebody hey. text out him. I'll pretend I'm the guy. There's an eight foot being standing <laughs> right here. Yeah, go to your pan down voice, Greg. Eight foot person. That's big. He got big eyes. He's looking at us. <laughs> still there. And it's still there. Hot of Shh. We got. Listen. But I'm a pan down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh that hit you right, didn't it? You know, sometimes it just, it just I can't gets believe rough. I forgot to bring that up this morning. I, I actually yeah. watched the video. Wait a minute. We've come to work. Thank you. Wait a minute. We've <laughs> come to work, Thank and you. there's a guy I'm really that tired, had an yeah. alien right. craft crash in his backyard, and there's an eight foot alien walking through his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We're just now bringing this up. Yeah. Yep.
Yeah, we and we spent live golf for an hour. Yeah. Well, this one's on you because oh, you're the only ones that knew it, and yeah. you didn't even bring it up. Well, I, I knew we needed to talk about Liv. Rick, do you want audio only from me? I'm for, for, I got it. I got it. Okay. Here we go. For the love of all this good, I've got it. Taking them to call nine one one, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our aim is now investigators digging into this for weeks now, and tonight our David Charns with the video you will only see on News Now. David, Brad sources telling Bay News Network investigators that. Several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. This now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. Here we go. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually weird. So there's, two, terrified it. so there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. A shack. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Oh big eyes, they have big eyes. Okay. Like, like, I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. This guy's on drugs. He sounds pretty calm. Okay. He's too calm. They, 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 they go interview investigators obtaining video as officers Calm then down. responded to the call you just heard. You'll see the officers <laughs> also saw something in the sky what? that night, but the big question is, what was it, and is it all connected? It's almost midnight on May 1st oh when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's May body cam catches this. Something flashing low yeah, in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us. May 1st. Someone this? calls 911 reporting two large figures in their uh, backyard. No, I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What did you see? It was like a, it was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testy top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? They see like a big. That's what they say. They see like a big, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. No. It's clear they're taking this call seriously. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question. But did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. Oh, they were it gone. Does, it does if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> all right. All right. What are we talking about no, here? Yeah. Look, guys, yeah, we, we have Roy McElroy. He's going to weigh in on it. How about the, It was May 1st. He saw it. Yeah. So, that, that, that bothers me even more. They've been hiding. Oh, so yeah. That's one of the reasons I didn't bring it up. The government's hiding. This so an alien craft crashes in my backyard, and, by the, mm -hmm. and, and, and they're crashed. Right. And but by the time the police gets there, they've cleaned it all up and disappeared. Alien we, like that, Rick. We've got a <laughs> yes, Rick. Who are you right now? He may have landed and then we take a we take a picture of everything now.
Right. I can't believe they didn't get a picture of it. Yeah, this no, this is the big. Rick, I'm gonna tell you, he was too calm for a 911 call. They're making it. Up. If if that was me on the 911 call, it would be. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yes, oh Bubba, you're all over that. <laughs> they were way too like, calm. This is the like word the This is the word they would have to say to me, sir, sir, calm down. Yeah. We, we can't understand what you're saying. You sound hysterical. And then hysterical. you would hear gunfire in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. beautiful Rick and Bubba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I, I don't know what to do with that last story. Don't, I don't know who Greg is. Greg, this is the kind of story that you shred. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're not acting like you believe this, are you? I, no, I don't. I, I'm like Bubba. The guy was way too calm to yeah, be staring yeah. at an alien. I would have sounded an like Sam Kennison on the phone screaming. Yeah. What, you what, know what? what you probably got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This moved is, the food. The alien could have had something to do with that guy. Right. right. Hey. Now, that's, they can I do mean, that. They yeah. do have those powers. I like that we, it's just like with Bigfoot. We assign all these characteristics to things we don't even know if they're real. Uh, yeah. Like we've studied them and been sitting around studying oh, for it. for decades. Oh, right here they were built. They knocked these trees over to make nests. What? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that was a juvenile. Uh, that was a juvenile. That's a female. Uh, aliens. They can they can do a mind wipe. Well, who, who said that? <laughs> Just because they could do it in a movie, <laughs> right. Men in Black, doesn't mean right. they can really do it. We, we've even made the decision they can travel here. <laughs> we don't know that. He actually could have said, hey, listen, I'm going to let you make your phone call mm-hmm. to report this. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on sure. right now with UFO Talk in the U.S. And that's Big fine. ball of fire in the sky. But if you act like, hey, disturbed and frantic, I'm going to kill you. What happened was Just they're all that. they're all sitting around there smoking the 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 big chief, okay, <laughs> laced with who knows what, mm-hmm. and uh, and they saw that thing in the sky that we all see sometimes, right. you know right. that you know falling stars and yeah. things Meteor. like that. And Asteroid. when they saw it, they said, "Hey, let's call in that like we're <laughs> crashing our backyard." And and that's what that's what uh, we just watched. Okay. That's what we just watched. Yeah, I want to believe that. That's fine. Uh. <laughs> Because I'll I tell you, I would, if, I was May the, 1st, if I was we don't the, have pandemonium in that whole town. That, it looks like they just released the nine one one audio, and there just was a big story on it. So even though it happened at the beginning of May, I think it's just now. But don't you think? Let's, if let's, if let's I go was to in the casinos out in uh, Las Vegas, I would keep an eye open for some really strange looking dudes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let, let's go to Helena. All right. If where we, where we if at? we got anywhere from, and of course we, our, our size varied. If we've got big eyed. Creatures mm-hmm. that crashed in your neighbor's yard, wherever mm-hmm. you, wherever you live, okay, and that are somewhere between eight and ten feet tall, okay. We, we heard all three of those mm-hmm. large. We say large, and in the backyard of your neighborhood. So that happened uh, over thirty days ago, okay. And and your neighborhood just been carrying on. I mean, it's yeah. just. I mean, they're just, I give you that. Yeah, I mean, guys, come on. We do a manhunt. Uh, I mean, it, it for for people that lose dogs. Right. Okay, I, I mean, yeah. and the neighborhood just shuts down. We got to find so and so's dog, uh, and we just let eight to ten feet creatures that crashed in our neighbor's backyard. We're not, we're not on top of that. So the first thing I yeah, thought it was when you have roadblocks. Yeah. How do you yeah. go, how do you go back to the meet and three and get lunch again? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, maybe they are just seeing something because of drugs or something. But then the cops go to the house. It looks like just a family, and they're talking like. 
they're not high or anything. So what did they see? They did, I thought maybe they, they were hallucinating. Anything. They did it as a joke, and they're all you over think? YouTube, and they just got on the Rick and the Bubba dad, show. The dad seemed pretty, pretty chill. Now, how do you know the dad? I, I just you can tell when people. What do you are know about the dad? Can't you? I mean, you just talk to somebody who works with him and says, "I tell you, he's very reliable." No, yeah. but then they're standing uh-huh. there talking, and all of a sudden they see something said in the sky. Happened. They didn't seem like. And there's somebody else. The dad did Thing in the sky is real. The other guys. He said, "I saw it. There's a big light." I mean, we blacked out the backyard because it's a private residence. Can you not tell us what you saw? Was it was the craft still back there? Then we can't look at. All right, no, ten foot alien. Well, they're so strong, they just cleaned it up and vanished into thin air. If they vanished into thin air, they didn't. He should have never seen them. Hey, we're crashing. Let's vanish. We don't want anybody to see us. Let's go so, into thin air. So you think this was made up like the two witches eating the carcass of the deer? Correct. Okay. That was weird. Look, I made stuff like that. This when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Yeah. I shut the whole community down over a prank. <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying if the government wanted to hide something, they could. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, they're yeah. working on it. I'm saying I'm saying they have a problem keeping any secrets. Well, evidently, yeah. I mean, if they want to keep secrets, let the live golf folks deal go. with it. Yeah, they kept bunch, a, they that kept that a big keep one. It down, yeah. yeah. Babylon B. Well, I mean, if yeah. the, hey, if the Saudis tell you to keep it down home, you keep it yeah, down home. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Babylon B doesn't miss it. They've got aliens dressed in suits sitting down with the Pentagon, since we know they exist now. Here's Babylon B's headline: Pentagon struggling to explain all 437 Earth genders to the new aliens. That is a good one. Uh, Bubba, uh, we know when, when Tucker Carlson uh, was removed from Fox News, he made his way over to Elon Musk and Twitter. He's launched the official first 10-minute uh, episode. Now, he'd already put videos out that he was going to do this and why he was doing it. And, you know, you and I, since you know we work uh, in, the old, in the old business, and we know about contracts and non-competes and does it end or did you fire someone for calls, all these different things that go into play. Uh, and we were like, can he just go on, on Twitter and, and start doing a show right. uh, and, and so uh, you know for, so quickly? Well, there's a report. Now, what is this AXIOS? What is that? Axios. Yeah, well, what is that? Uh, isn't it, is that uh, a, it's like some, an online uh, yeah, newspaper. Okay, okay. So anyway, and, and it looks like uh, they're, they're saying that Fox News is about to come out, and we'll hear it, and they already are doing it, that they're claiming that Tucker Carlson could not do what he did and that he breached his contract by going on Twitter this quick and just, just going on about his business. Now, uh, Carlson's attorney says they can't keep him from doing this. Fox News, according to this source, says – uh, he's violated what we would call a non-compete, or he, he yeah. couldn't do that yet. Uh, and, and those of you that may not know that, I mean, it doesn't just happen in entertainment. It happens with sales. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're in pharmaceutical sales, you can't just go to work for another pharmaceutical company Mm-mm. if you walk out the door. You know, in some contracts for a certain amount of time and all that. Salespeople fall under them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fall, we fall, we don't because ours is designed to end when it ends. But right, it's internal. Uh, yeah, but uh, if if you have a non-compete that trails at the end, usually you'll get some money. But if you take that money to go away, then you've agreed to the non-compete. So I don't know how his contract's constructed. Don't don't pretend and, to. And, and a lot of it has to do with state law. Sure. Uh, you know, they're, they're right not real states. effective yeah. in yeah. right to work They're states. really not. Yeah. No, they're not. We, we, yeah. we saw that, didn't we? Uh, but uh, so they uh, 
So I don't know if that's true or not true, but we did think about that when he just started saying, yeah. I'm, I'm over here now. Can can you do that? Based and on we, we didn't know if uh, if online was outside the scope of the coverage. You know, maybe he just had cable and broadcast right, that, in his I, contract. I thought about that, too. Yeah, uh-huh. I thought about that, too. So I don't know. Maybe we'll hear so, more about it. I don't know. It. So anyway, but he did launch his first uh, straight-up episode on Twitter, uh, episode one. Uh, so it's out there now. And you saw one of the things he was ranting about, didn't you? Yeah. Why are we not covering these UFOs? He talked about UFOs. He did. <laughs> what the UFO thing seems out of control it, right it, now. It, it really, it really tr- truly is. Uh, top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. By this point, it's possible that American citizens are the least informed people in the world. Your average yak herder in Tajikistan knows who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. It's obvious. Does he think some skinny dude in a dress is actually a girl? (laughs) Come on. That idea would never occur to him. You've got to be lied to at full volume over a period of years in order to reach conclusions like that. And of course, we have been. The media lie. They do. But mostly they just ignore the stories that matter. What's happened to the hundreds of billions of U.S. dollars we've sent to Ukraine? No clue. Who organized those BLM riots three years ago? No one's gotten to the bottom of that. What exactly happened on 9-11? Well, it's still classified. How did Jeffrey Epstein make all that money? How did he die? How about JFK? And so endlessly on. Not only are the media not interested in any of this, they are actively hostile to anybody who is. Well, but a big day. Um, <laughs> and it's going to get weirder before we'll go, it's over. We'll go to 200,000 subscribers today. <laughs> uh, we're talking uh, Bigfoot now after Aliens. Bigfoot update. What a day. I wish this was you, Greg. We work a pro wrestling bit in today. Oh, let me tell you. We got it. A giant of a creature. Yeah. Y'all better watch out. Better not go walking out there. Let's all sing it together. Everybody together. Let's go. Bigfoot's coming. Gonna get you. Gonna get you. Sing it, Greg. Bigfoot's coming, so you better watch out. Your doors and bolt your windows because Bigfoot's on the prowl. All right, so Kathy is calling us to start the hour. She says she had a real life Bigfoot encounter straight up. Uh oh. Kathy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Tell us what happened, Kathy. Normal. So I was, I'm 50 years old now. So this is when I was very young. How young? Um, Oh. Probably about eight to ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, back then, my mom would lock me out of the house to mop her floors. Well, you know what? That's um, a good mama. Yeah. Don't want no footprints. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was riding my bicycle in the carport. Um, I looked up when I went around. I looked up, and we lived where there was woods just mm-hmm. directly right outside our carport. Oh, we all did. And. <laughs> I looked up and there stood something that was extremely tall, taller than like a human. Um, it had reddish brown hair from head to toe, um, big eyes, nose, and it just stood there like it was frozen and was staring at me. Mm. Of course, I 
screamed and jumped off my bicycle, ran to the door. My mom had locked the door. That's when I realized that she locked me out. I was clawing the door down. And when she came to the door, I turned around. I couldn't even talk. I turned around to just point at her at what I was looking at, and it was gone. Kathy, but I can tell you, I'm 50, and to this day, I know what I saw. All right, now, Kathy. Right, Kathy, Kathy about, can uh, I ask you this? Where where did this happen at? Well, part of the world, Winston, Winston County. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's at, the habitat there is perfect. L- listen, um, <laughs> I'm going to play something down the line to you. And see if this sounds like what you saw, okay? Because mm-hmm. you hit mm-hmm. some of these, and it sounds. Like, can you hear? Can you hear this? This thing. Can you hear that pretty good? This yes, thing I can hear. was ten foot tall. Mm-hmm. He had beautiful hair. I come out here and rough talk him and run him off, and I said, "Get away from here! Get, get!" And he went right back out that path again. He looked like he had six fingers on each hand. What, th- does that <laughs> sound similar to your encounter? He had beautiful hair. You said it was kind of reddish. It was, I mean, it, I don't know about beautiful hair. You have sex um, you know, I mean, it's like a wiry, and it was, it was laying down. Mm. I will say that. Well, I mean, well, it was like well, a laying down well, hair, and it was reddish. Okay, okay. When you, when you, you. Finally, told your parents what you had had seen. What did they say? Oh, she just laughed. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was a kid, yeah. But uh, and my dad wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. But you know, they don't say they don't believe me because you know I stuck to this story for you know that many years. But my dad was a, hun- a hunter, and he said you know he had never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or encountered anything like that, but nope. I mean, I can't help it. You nope. know, I know what I saw. So no way it was a bear. Oh gosh, no, no. It was standing up on its two feet. Its arms was down, just like we hang our arms down. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you rough talk him? Did you say get get on out of here? Did he appear to be <laughs> no. as no. Did, 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 did it appear to be no. as scared of you as you were of it? That's a good question. Ooh, no, it was not. He it was not scared of me at all. But I mean, was there I a stink in there? Like, that was my next question. Smell any smell? No, I didn't smell anything. Did it growl no. at you? I wasn't did... close. I wasn't close enough. I wasn't. I was a few feet from it. I was still on the carport. It was outside the carport area. You know, on the edge of the woods. Time of day. Um, right in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. That's did surprising. You, did, did you, you ever see any tracks or anything? There you go, Bubs. No, I never looked. Never looked for tracks. Like I said, my mom and I were home alone. There was no men there at the house at the time. Like it should And be. when I ran in, yeah, she locked the door and, and we didn't come back out. Did you see wow. it walking at all, or was it when you turned around, it was just no. standing there? Standing still? In- interdimensional. Standing standing still. I was afraid of it, but it was not afraid of me. It was just standing there staring at me. Did, Did it, it seem aggressive? Did yeah, it seem aggressive? No. Okay. No. Did it hold its arm out or anything, arms out? and like, mm-hmm. Or just down by its side mm-hmm. or her side? No, down by its side and it never budged. Ten never fe- budged. Ten feet or shorter? Um, Shorter than ten feet. Seven? I would I was say. No, no, no. It was taller than it. It was probably taller than no, Shaq. Taller than Shaq. Oh, Bigger yeah. than Shaq. Oh, yeah, taller than Shaq. Oh, that's a big, that's yeah. a big, that's that's a big, big foot. Okay. Kathy, you, you, you sound you sound normal. I mean, you do. 
And, and I, I, hey, I promise you I'm normal. I've been in your golden seats before. No, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call that normal. That yeah. That's not exactly. Okay, <laughs> on the resume of normal, I was in the golden ticket seats. Doesn't hold a lot of water. Oh, uh, okay. We've had okay. some odd folks in here. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, but, but, I, but you, doesn't she sound normal? She, she does. does. I mean, she if she told does. you a story, wouldn't you yeah. say? I, yeah, I, I mean, you, Rick, for, they, they as say far that, as you can sound, you yeah. sound normal. Well, they're well, interdimensional. We've heard that. Here I we think go. it jumped time on her. Well, Kathy, I'm glad. I mean, I'm my, glad. My, it, my family makes fun of me, but my family makes fun of me. But you know, they. I think a part of them actually believes me because, like I said, I've I've had this story my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have you ever tried to draw a picture like of what you saw? Could you draw it? When I was little, I actually did, um, but no, I mean. Uh-huh. All right, so Kathy, here. So if this... we sent you a sketch artist, could you do it? <laughs> oh wow! Oh my gosh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I probably could if yeah. All right, Kathy, here's yeah, the question. I really would like to see it, wouldn't you? Well, here's the thing. There's been a number of artist representations of what people said they saw. We have the Patterson, Patterson film. The Patterson right. film. Have you ever seen that? No. You ain't never seen the Patterson film. What the. Oh, that's the no. some of the Kathy, big Kathy, footage do this. Ever. Go, Kathy. go Google yeah. the Patterson film and look at that footage of Bigfoot and tell us, call us back and let us know. Yeah. Is that what you saw? But you've seen depictions of Bigfoot. Did it look it like the, the? Are you oh, yeah. watching? Oh yeah, no, some not. of them. Some of those are just way off. All way right. off. All right, are you watching this on YouTube no. or listening? No, she's pulling up to work. You're listening. No, I was listening. Right. Listening. So yeah, go, I'm at work now. Go watch the Patterson film and send one of us an email saying that's the one I saw. And yeah. then draw that's, what you okay. saw, take a picture of it, and, and email it to Patterson us. film, as soon as you get in front of the computer <laughs> and you know you won't get in trouble at work, watch the Patterson film. It'll come up quickly. And then just simply send one of us, that's the one. <laughs> or no. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks, I Kathy. Will. Thank Kathy, you for sharing that okay, with us. Thanks. Kathy, let us know and don't don't drop off. You know, disappear on us. We want to know. Yeah. Now, I want to let you guys know that's probably as level-headed a Bigfoot encounter as we've ever had. Oh, I know. I know. But it's spawning others now, Uh and we knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I can't can't commit that the quality will stay. (laughs) I'm going to guess it won't. Uh, But Hunter will come back. And we all wish she was older when she saw it. Yeah, because when you're a kid, something appears really big. It's really not. It might have been just some old ugly neighbor. Did I want her to say? Did I want her to say? Yeah, basically, she saw a very unkempt hobo. Yeah, but yeah, it's possible. But but do I do I wish she had said I was in my twenties? I do. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so Bubba, uh, we have some updates. You you did you say you have a Skinwalker? Since we're just hitting all the home runs today on the on the super, on the weird. Uh, but you say this is a Skinwalker comment, but it has nothing to do with the Skinwalker show? Well, I did get caught up last night, and they did have an amazing uh, picture from a game cam of a big silver ball that looks like it just appeared in a field. Okay. But that's really not what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, on the show, like a biggie. on the show last <laughs> night, Travis Taylor, Doctor Travis Taylor, had a guest come to the ranch, and he introduced him as Jay Stratton, who used to be his boss on the top secret UAP task force. Yeah, you called it UAP. Well, that's what they call it. Okay. I'm just giving you their terms. Mm. As a matter of fact, Jay Stratton told the guys at Skinwalker Ranch he is the one that invented the term UAP because he felt like he needed to separate 
from the UFO history that we had so far. Because so many dead ends and that kind of stuff. He wants a new beginning. Well, there was several reasons, but but here's the thing. I thought he, he was running SLU. I'm sorry, he, that's Jay Strack. He, he basically <laughs> unmasked who the secret leader was of this task force. And I went online and started looking, and Twitter was blowing up about this going, finally, we've, we know who some of these people are. We knew Travis Taylor. So he, he unmasked he was him on Skinwalker. He was out. Travis Taylor was outed as being on this, as yeah. the lead scientist yeah. on the UAP task force that the Pentagon was mm-hmm. running. Yeah. Jay Stratton was unmasked last night as the head of that group. Now there's a, there's another guy in this in this in this group, Dave, and I can't say his last name. Grush, G R U S C H. He is the guy who has come forward the past few days. I am Grush. and announced we got flying saucers. We got pieces That's of flying the- saucers. We got whole flying saucers, and they're hiding it. And he did a whistleblower complaint to the attorney. I mean the uh, uh, what's what's the guy the investigative. Um, guy over the the Pentagon, the Defense Department. Um, the I what's it called? I can't remember the term now. Mm. IG, uh, you know the guy that investigates uh, fraud mm. and mis abuse during all that. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was very strange because Dave Grush was on that secret committee task force. Travis Taylor was on that secret task force. And Jay Stratton was the boss of that task force. And all of them have come to light in different ways in the past few weeks. But Travis But Travis could not talk about the whistleblower on this show. He said he could not talk about him yesterday. You heard him say, on this show, he right. said, I cannot talk about it. And then they unmasked him on Skinwalker? Well, they, they unmasked the who was Jay Stratton, to. who was the boss of that group. Now, Jay Stratton, let me, let me give you a little background on him. The government has authorized three different groups to investigate and evaluate UFO, UAP incidences, cases, and effects. One group was the AAWSAP, (laughs) one group was the AATIP, and then we have what we recently know about, the UAPTF. There's only one person in our entire country that was in all three programs, and it was Jay Stratton a career intelligence officer who worked for the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Defense Warning Office of the DIA, and other sensitive national security programs. He specializes, Rick, in reverse engineering of technologies, threats, and future scenarios. Hmm. Okay. And so there, there, there's, a, there's a lot going on right now. It, it is strange to me. We've had the whistleblower who they we found out was on the UAP task force. We have Travis Taylor, who was on the UAP task force. And on Skinwalker Ranch, which would have been Tuesday night's episode, they unmasked the guy who was in charge of it. Well, guess what the guy in charge of it used to do? He investigated Skinwalker Ranch for the previous owner. And they had him back to talk about things he had seen, and they ran an experiment with him. And again, I, it's almost too much to digest, so I won't get into all that. But I thought it was very strange that we've had all of these things kind of float to the top mm-hmm. here in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a guy going to Congress who wants to testify that says we are hiding spaceships. And and they have bodies, he said. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how can we just 
How can we just move on? Inspector General is what I was trying to say. How can we move on to lunch after that? But see, when he says they have bodies, and then we play a clip earlier where Mm -hmm. we got a family that's calm and claiming some of those bodies were alive in the back of their yard, we give no credit to that. I know. But, I mean, it would be different if I'm a scientist called in to look at it versus I'm making, to me, a 911 call when I'm screaming like Sam Kennedy. But it goes to your same point of these. Why it's the the heightened level and the frequency in which all these things keep keep happening. Yep. I mean. It does seem to be ramping up right now a little bit. Well, I will say this back to the neighborhood people, and we've said it, and we've said this before, (laughs) back to I I won't let Bigfoot get away. The the other thing I commit to you, if you, I Rick. if I have alien an alien craft cra- mm-hmm. crash in my backyard, and creatures bigger than Shaq, mm-hmm. one standing beside it, one still in it with giant eyes, and that really happened, the only stories you would hear is Rick Burgess still won't shut up. Right, he is screaming. He's now standing. He's in the, the town friar. He he is standing yeah. on the crest. He's shouting. They crashed they in cried. her yard. I saw him. He's begging for interviews. He will not shut up. Everywhere we go. Would you have tried to kill the alien? Yes. Yes. I have the same commitment to them. Okay. What if you had started a, a war by killing him? Well, you know what? One thing good about that? Day. Can I tell you one thing good about that? No more speculation. Well, at least you know what we're I'm, t- I'm tired of speculation. And if he I'm says, tired of he said, she said, I said. I'm telling you, yeah. And if, what if the alien? I saw it. No, he didn't. Yes, I did. No, he didn't. I want to know the mind of Rick yes. in this moment. The alien says, hey. Don't tell anybody about this, and don't you hurt me because you can't you can't handle what I'm about to throw back at you. Threatens you. Does that back you off, or do you continue to fight? No, I say for the good of mankind. I said <laughs> I, we're we're kind of tired of how y'all been tamping around, right? And I'm kind of tired of being tested yeah. and looked at. Crap or get off the pot. Yeah, either it's either the day's the day. Either tell me why you're here, what you're doing, yeah. or, or or you and I got a real problem. Yeah. Okay, because okay, I'm not going to stand here. What about this scenario? Yeah. The yeah. only way you wouldn't kill it is if for some reason you're able to jump on its back and put it in a sleeper hold yeah, and then call 911 and go, I don't know how long no, I can hold what, it, but what I got is he? it. I just don't well, watch no, movies. A guy, then we try to keep him, a try, and a he guy, gets away. A guy yeah, did that on the subway, loyal. and they charged him with murder. Thank you. I, mean, I know that I'm it, going What if his claw is after you or something? Yeah, I'm talking about this was like an alien. Rick. Here's the thing. But he's going to get away. Don't you ever watch movies? I know. I'm just wondering. I don't like alien movies. These three groups that Jay Stratton was in, which I gave, was talking you, like I gave you the, the abbreviations. I want, you to, I want to share the name of them. Mm. The AAWSAP. That's the Advanced Aerospace oh. Weapons Systems Application Program. Mm-hmm. The yeah. AATIP, which is the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Mm-hmm. And then we knew the unidentified aerospace. Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. You know, it was just easier when they said UFO. Yeah, we got an alphabet Uh, soup here. That's fun. um, I also saw another story where Travis Mm. ended. (laughs) When he shows up (laughs) at a UFO conference, you know, Mm -hmm. people go nuts. Of course they they do. They lose their stuff. Y'all realize what a rock star he is in in the UFO world? Yeah. I mean... They, there was a reporter. I think he was from Las Vegas. Did a story about it was a convention, and and I think it was Travis and Jay Stratton showed up together, and just not not to speak. They just sit. I down, mean, everybody just mailed sit it. down in the audience, mm. and the place like to went berserk. Uh, they just. I mean, lost it's like something. they had seen Bigfoot. Hmm. Rick, but, what if you approached the alien <laughs> and like we're holding a pistol at it, and we're like. <laughs> 
Not as he put his hands noise? up. <laughs> I love the noise. Yeah, but you, he's got both hands Give up. Give us that is noise he again. Ch- like is he going. a chumpmunk alien? Hey, Bigfoot, aliens, Black Panthers, <laughs> Chupacabras, y'all got trouble coming. Think about it. And he looks like me. Don't mess with Rick. And if I can get all of you in, in one suite, we're going to solve it all. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right. Continuing to work through the stories today. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Bubba, unfortunately, uh, well, I mean, we're talking about a long life. It's not like he was taken at the prime of life, but uh, still, uh, uh, people mourning. uh, Pat Robertson has gone on in at the age of 93. At the age of 93, and Greg, for you, the Iron Sheik has passed away. Yep. I saw that. Yeah, the, uh, he went on in Moment as well. of silence. Uh, it didn't tell me how old he was. Uh, I'd have to I do the math, and I wasn't willing to do it. He was. Uh, so it just showed me the dates. Uh, and uh, I could have simply done the math, just didn't have that in me. Just couldn't. Uh, he was born in 1942. Anybody want to run He's the numbers? 81. He's 81. 81. All right. So, uh, so Iron Sheik went in at 81. Pat Robertson went in at 93. Um, and it shows you that we cover the entire gamut of celebrity deaths. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. From one end to the other. Yeah, from one end to the other. Uh, <laughs> Bubba, we, uh, we have somebody else. Adler will we'll, we'll hit uh, 3A. Uh, we have uh, someone else mm-hmm. who's announced that they will be seeking the Republican nomination. We, this is not a surprise. We knew this was coming. But yesterday it was officially announced, and uh, we just got word from Speedy he will be on the show next week. Uh, and speaking at the Grand Iron Men's Conference next weekend, so I hope I get an opportunity to see him there. Uh, here's Mike Pence uh, announcing that he will run for president. Here we go. The land of opportunity, beacon of democracy, the shining city on the hill, land of the free, home of the brave, the United States of America. As a son of the heartland, grandson of an Irish immigrant, Those aren't just words. My family has lived the American dream. I had the great honor to serve in Congress, as governor, and as your vice president. And I'll always be proud of the progress we made together for a stronger, more prosperous America. But today, our country's in a lot of trouble. President Joe Biden and the radical left have weakened America at home and abroad. The American dream is being crushed under runaway inflation. Wages are dropping. Recession is looming. Our southern border is under siege, and the enemies of freedom are on the march around the world. And worse still, timeless American values are under assault as never before. We're better than this. We can turn this country around, but different times call for different leadership. Today, our party and our country need a leader that'll appeal, as Lincoln said, to the better angels of our nature. I have long believed to whom much is given, much will be required. My family and I have been blessed beyond measure with opportunities to serve this nation, and it'd be easy to stay on the sidelines. But that's not how I was raised. That's why today, before God and my family, I'm announcing I'm running for President of the United States. We can bring this country back. We can defend our nation and secure our border. We can revive our economy and put our nation back on a path to a balanced budget, defend our liberties, and give America a new beginning for life. President Reagan described us as a shining city on the hill. And above all, he called on Americans to renew optimism and believe in themselves again, to believe in each other. 
Every time our nation has produced leadership that has called upon this country to do hard things, the American people have always risen to the challenge. And we will again. We just need government as good as our people to do it. I believe in the American people, and I have faith. God is not done with America yet. And together, we can bring this country back. And the best days for the greatest nation on earth are yet to come. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. So Pants is in. Uh, and, uh, you know, everything he said, you know, you go, yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, and so that's... Uh, uh, another good candidate, uh, and um, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and, I like say Mike, he'll be on the show next week. I think Mike Pence is probably a uh, uh, he's a great man. Oh yeah, and uh, super guy. Uh, he has served our country. I I would probably agree with him on ninety nine percent of the yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I just don't know if he has a chance uh, to pull it off. I don't know if he has uh, the charisma that it's going to take to get through this primary season. I just don't know. We shall see. But uh, as I say, the field is a pretty impressive field right now. I did love the, the fact that the visual that they chose for Joe Biden, he's eating ice cream in one of the shots. Yes. That's just fantastic. Yeah. And then they just had Kamala Harris just laughing. Uh, that was that was mm-hmm. good choices there on the editing. 3B, uh, someone who's already said he's running too, Senator Tim Scott. You know, the people starting to go, we want to know how you feel on certain topics. He weighs in on biological men. Uh, playing sports against biological women. He's going to use something here. Some of you hang on. It may be difficult to understand. Common walking around (laughs) sense. Uh, So here is uh, Senator uh, uh, Tim Scott on uh, his view of uh, biological males in women's sports. Here we go. I'm about to say something really controversial in Joe Biden's America. If you're able-bodied, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. And if you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. And if you're a man, you should play sports against men. America needs more victors and less victims. I'm Tim Scott and I approve this message because these aren't just conservative values. They're American values. And as president, I will defend them. Pretty straightforward. I think we have time, Adler. How about how about video number two? Can I tell you, <laughs> yeah. uh, Tim Scott, yeah, um, you know, if I was ranking political opponents, Rick, like we do teams, Tim Scott's coming way up. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always uh, thought he was great. And back to what you said a minute ago, I just hope he could find some way. But Donald Trump, he's running too and is in the lead. And uh, here's what he had to say about mm-hmm. what's going to happen to the deep state if he gets to be president again. Here we go. When I get back into the Oval Office, we will totally obliterate the deep state. We will... We will establish a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to declassify and publish all documents on deep state spying, censorship, and corruption. By the way, they spied on my campaign. They got caught. Can you imagine if we, let's take Barack Hussein Obama, let's say we (laughs) spied on his campaign, you got caught. What do you think would happen? You think it would just be some stories in only a few newspapers, because most of them don't even want to write it. It would have been, they would have brought back the electric chair. That's what they would have done. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Unequal justice. And I will require every federal employee to pass a new civil service test. How about the president? Let's start with the president. Demonstrating an understanding of our Constitution. To stop the local Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting conservatives. 
On day one of my new administration, I will direct the DOJ to investigate every radical district attorney and attorney general in America. There you go. In so, different approach, but uh, <laughs> when you put, run them all three together right there. Barack Hussein Obama. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I don't know about this, but it says that, uh, and, and is this low? Is this something we shouldn't play, or well, shouldn't we shouldn't? Okay, so don't. Uh, but uh, I started laughing about you know uh, this looks like something that would own you, Bubba. But we're not going to play it because it looks like it's uh, it is lo- it is just the thought though. You know they did that stupid movie Cocaine Bear. I can't believe we've gotten to the point that a movie like that would even make <laughs> it to the movies. If somebody's done some sort of parody of that about a raccoon that's on crack, that's hilarious. Crackoon, yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, and, and this it, is based on a true story. Yeah, and, and yeah, right. And there's a parody out there, but it's a, it's low road, so we won't go to that. But we will go to this. So. Uh, I'm not familiar with this artist. Uh, you said you at least knew who he was. But mm-hmm. who is Tyrese? Tyrese is in your uh, Fast and Furious movies. Okay, I don't, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Him a bunch of stuff. He's also, um, uh, uh, I think he 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 sings. He's he's put out songs and stuff. He's an actor. Did you know I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie? Really, Rick? That's un-American. I'm not drawn to yeah, cars. I hate it. By the way, right. I don't like a lot of chase things. I don't. I'm not drawn to cars. They're quality mm-hmm. films. Right. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not. automobile <laughs> stuff. It doesn't. I don't like car chases. Mm-hmm. They take yeah, too well, long. If you do, they're they're for you. But if you don't, they're definitely. I felt like I hit the pinnacle of that idea deal with cannonball run so i left after yeah. that <laughs> you know it's it's uh, i mean you're not gonna get any better than that yeah you know yeah, that's, and so, that's that's a hard fall yeah. but but he had this to say which i do think you'll like okay uh, so, he was on a uh, uh, podcast okay. slash tv show mm-hmm. and uh, was just talking about hollywood and their love of satan yeah okay interesting mm-hmm. here we go as much as i'm supposed to be promoting this movie and talking about my album i just feel like we're in competition right now because they are trying to normalize the devil. They are trying to populate. The devil is, is on the main stage at award shows and in every video and yeah, man. signs and symbols. And I said, you know what? We need to stop treating our relationship with Jesus Amen. like the little buddy that you talk to before you go to bed at night and not be more vocal about all the things that God means to us and all of the things that God has brought us through. What? Because there's been a lot of moments that you didn't post about, mm-hmm. but yet you know, how did God decide to get yeah. me through this? Yeah, man. And yeah, they going above and beyond to promote the devil. And it's pissing me off mm-hmm. because they, they used to devil worshipers used to be real secretive, oh, like yeah. going down in the basement, this <laughs> yeah, secret man. world. Now they just now like, they on the ah. device too. Yeah, Believe they, that. Yeah. I do want to come back and I'm. All right, so, wow. Well, okay. Hey, how, how about this when you get? I can't, can't disagree with that. How about when you get the word that you think he's promoting the latest Fast and Furious? <laughs> did he get on that podcast for us? Yeah, he did. What are you talking about? Uh, he said he's tired of the Hollywood putting the devil on his play. Well, and and one thing he hit on, which really has been a problem, especially in the Western Church, where Jesus is just this little buddy. Uh, that you talk to when you get afraid or you, mm-hmm. you want something. He's not the Lord of your life. You don't, you're don't. you not a devout follower of his. You're, he's not the center of the foundation, and everything flows from there, and then he flows through you. But he says, you know, when you when you don't have that, then guess who takes away the stage if you're not going to step on it? I mean, that's that's right. been the whole Lucifer right. thing from the very beginning. Right. And and he he's right. People are becoming more and more bold. You know, you know what it feels like when you look at the evil in our world right now that – as Adrian Rogers uh, said, um, 
He said, you know, w- w- really what Tyrese just said, but differently. He said, you know, the things that used to hide in the back alleys, now they strut right down Main Street. Yeah. And uh, and what it is, is they become emboldened. Have you ever seen like how animals operate? They'll kind of stick their head out and they'll think, okay, hmm. no predators coming after me. Nobody's opposed me. And then they'll get out a little, they'll, they'll get half their body out. Okay, this is safe out here. And then before you know it, they'll go, eh, I think I'm good. And they just start really <laughs> right. running around, you know, all, all through your yard and all this kind of stuff. That That's really what's happened is these forces and these, these uh, belief systems and worldviews at one time could not step down Main Street without opposition. But now there is no opposition. So they go, they just get bolder and bolder, and it gets weirder and darker and more twisted. Uh, as it goes on, and um, and so he's right, uh, but you know, the, and and but we were told, I mean, think about it. we were told that if you know, there's going to come. It, it's already happened for a lot of people, but you know, the day if if we hang around long enough, the day is coming where you know it's it's finally going to be that your faith in Christ costs you something. But but I, I'll tell you, when it costs you something, you really experience it like you really can't possibly experience it if it never cost you anything. Right. And because like I say our redemption you know it 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 was it was free but but it wasn't cheap. And 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 the, there's a cost to following Christ and can you imagine standing there before him and going, "Okay, so I've had people that that were on their knees on a beach, Coptic Christians who had their heads cut off and they would not rebuke me or recount me and let me be clear you didn't talk about me because you're afraid somebody be mean to you yeah you're afraid somebody wouldn't let you in a movie somebody wouldn't somebody wouldn't let you go to work or wouldn't let you be a teacher that's that's what shut you up and these people got their head cut off for me let me come on yeah i mean it's uh yeah uh, i mean Uh, and so then when we don't, when we sit back and, and then what we really have, and, and we'll, maybe we'll touch on this maybe a little bit in the podcast this weekend, cause we're going to talk to pastor Mac Brunson about the state of things and, and kind of take all this on. But more importantly, uh, can, can we trust what the word of God says and, and why, uh, you know, when, when we, we've talked about before, when we openly discuss all these other historical things that have happened that we don't even question remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so we'll, we'll talk about that and, and some other items, but you know, when, when the church and Paul talks about this in those, the, the two letters we have to Corinth, he's talking about this very thing and a little bit to, to Galatia when he's furious about how quickly did y'all abandon good doctrine. But what happens is the church is designed to be in a, a society, but not be of that society. So, but then what happens is in, in all the different things like, let's be more relatable. Let's be seeker friendly. Uh, let's watch this and let's not talk about the Bible all the time. Cause some people don't believe the Bible. And before you know it, the world begins to seep in to the church. Oh yeah. yeah. And as opposed to the church impacting the world, the world then begins to impact the church. I've said this to, to my kids as they head out in the world. I said, here's the big thing you, you got to be ready for. You know, and, and, and all had made a declaration of, of some sort of faith. I said, well, we're about to find out. I said, because when you step out in the world, one or two things is going to happen. You will shape the culture or the culture will shape you. And that'll show us where you are. 
because as 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 uh, as scripture clearly says if we abide in him and he abides in us he will not us he will produce fruit that flowed much fruit, he says. That not not kind of not a you know, that's why we did this whole devotional thing about being transformed. It's not a hey, I'm a better version of myself. Hmm. You know, you know, it, I'm not even myself anymore. And, and as my sanctification goes on, he says this fruit will flow from you because of me. And I don't know about y'all, any everything I immerse myself in impacts me. So if but 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 they don't they don't have near the strength that he has. So immerse yourself in him. When everybody asks me, what should I do? To grow up spiritually, I'll say, put the same game plan and action in your in your in your seeking of Christ, and your seeking of Scripture, and 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 your prayer life. The same exact plan that you implemented in everything else you became an expert on. Do we all learn different ways? We do, but apparently we can all learn. <laughs> uh, we don't all learn the same way. So how did you learn that? How did you know so much about that? How did you become so intrigued with that? How did that change the way you are? Hey, I heard I heard this speech changed my life forever. Did it? Well, I bet what Jesus had to say would too. You know, and and so so it, with even more power. So the if you ever want to know where you are in this battle right now, just look at the fruit the fruit that flows from us. If Jesus flows from you, you probably have you've absolutely had an encounter with him. But if Jesus doesn't flow from you, you probably just believe in him, or he's your buddy, or yeah. you know he's he's a safety net for you, or something like that. But he's not the Lord. You're not under his authority, because if we say we're under his authority, and we repented of our sin, and we said I leave faith in myself, and now I place my faith in you, he says if that takes place, then he completely transforms you. So if that hasn't happened, it's not because he has an inability to do so. There's something wrong. And so what we've become is is people who say everybody else is out there in love with what they believe, and they can't wait to tell the world, and how dare anyone question me because this means everything to me. And then they look to us and go, was your faith mean anything to you? And you're like, eh, I don't want to make trouble. Wow, so they're willing to make trouble. That shows how devoted they are to it. But we're kind of like, eh. My ultimate goal is to be liked. That that's not scripture. Hmm. The ultimate goal is to be found with him. And if and if if people oppose him and you had to be standing there with him, then so be it. Uh fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Eight six six we be big is the number. So we've left the stage empty. Yeah. And so guess who took it? Mm-hmm. Your phone calls and anything we miss when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right, so Speedy, yesterday you you went to the doc. Oh no. Well, we have to we have to talk about this. Um, you know, we talk about our medical state on this show all the time. Now, oh wow. Unfortunately, this involves uh, an area. Burgess. Uh, the um, HIPAA. Uh, but the. Uh, <laughs> And if you don't want to discuss it, we don't have to. But I just uh, throw that in there legal, for legal. Yeah, yeah, I don't. No one's forcing you to talk. Adler, about it. that please look happen. what Adler has. Adler, <laughs> don't show that Adler. You, uh, you were. I had you, some symptoms. You were experiencing some discomfort. S- Speedy, what are you comfortable sharing with the audience? Thank you. Bob. Now that, now well, that we're so, on air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's 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 not it's not a man's favorite trip. 
No, no, it's not. You know, and as as dudes, you'll start experiencing maybe some, I don't know, symptoms. And what do we always say? Nah, I'll be all right. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, I'll absolutely. get to it. Yeah. Maybe see a lot of commercials absolutely. on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, hey, just <laughs> Adler, maybe just having a bad day. You know, I have my energy level. <laughs> I'll le- be okay. I'll get to the other side uh, of it. Energy level is not what better? it needs to be, but I'll get there, you know. And um, and so uh, I guess maybe last Friday uh, as I go back and really trying to detail everything, I just – uh, we always say, you know, I'm just not sure of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, not quite sure of myself. <laughs> I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's when it started. And then over the weekend, I had uh, just not felt great. I um, can you be more specific? I was peeing frequently. Uh, so there it is. And, that's uh, very specific. Felt my yeah. um, so an urgency to go to the yeah, restroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one. a little discomfort. Not happy. Going, not right? happy with my output. Any discomfort with the output? Uh, yeah. A little bit at the beginning, a little burn, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, here we go. Uh, and and so it got to be Monday, and I was like, oh, I feel better, Woo! I feel good. Mm-hmm. Of course, the whole time, you know, my wife is saying, Hey, you never get checked out, mm-hmm. and she didn't talk like the that. wisdom, the wisdom of wife, yeah, and, wisdom, uh, wisdom. And I'm like, Yeah, I'll be fine. And then Tuesday rolled around. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like I was feeling better on Monday, mm-hmm. but then Tuesday came and I'm like, you know, I feel better. Energy levels better. I feel like I'm kind of back to myself, but still that, that discomfort, you know, that we just discussed and I don't have to go through it again. Right. And thank you. Adam. Are we talking about pressure? Uh, just, uh, you're saying that, you- well, let's just say this, like, you know, we always run to the bathroom together, uh-huh. uh, during the commercial breaks mm-hmm. because sell you in there a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, and you know, sometimes we'll find ourselves at the stalls together, you know, Hey man, what's up? And y'all will be finished out the door and I'm still wrapping up. Yeah. And for your age, that seemed abnormal. It, yeah, it did. And, yeah. and nothing. It I'd was ever... you and then two 80 year old men still standing there. Right. And I thought, well, it's like, how you doing, son? That's, that's not good. Uh, and, and so that's not like me. I've never experienced anything like that. And, mm-hmm. and it, but it was just during that. And then it was just a little discomfort. So then you start thinking, oh my gosh, is this kidney stones? You know, what is it? Then UTI was thrown around, mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and then prostatitis the course, was thrown oh, around. Oh, yeah, the prostate. Uh, maybe have and, an inflamed prostate. Yeah, just from an infection or something. But and, you just had a physical, and those numbers looked good. Yeah, yeah. The physical had all the kidney numbers, the prostate, the PSA, all, all that was we didn't like, good. We didn't like oh. some, some of them. You had some, something you were really concerned about. Well, no. I mean, I think that comes from um, – some medication they there was one okay. en- enzyme they didn't okay. like but right. they was on the oh, borderline okay. and right. then there was a little bit of um uh well yeah the, everything looked fine that's though. fine so you go to, you finally go to the doctor because yeah. terry finally said you're going well did you today. tell her we were saying the same thing no i told we her you, i told her he had weak i told voice. her y'all didn't care he had weak voice yesterday he did i could I tell i think it was more that. mental than anything yeah. i don't think so he, he, he knew something was wrong with his body and he he, he didn't want to talk about uh, it uh so i finally um i text the doctor and he never texted me back so i thought bubba gave me a bogus number yeah, that's possible. but it turns out he's off all week and so in all fairness i was a bit up there yeah well how about this in all fairness a bogus number would be more like more like me than bubba Oh, yeah. You uh, know, <laughs> I'm not. I don't got that. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, and so I end up going and, and getting in, and uh, and it's uncomfortable when they first see you and they said, "I right, filled that up." 
and they need a urine sample. Male or female? Oh, uh, she's just as female as I mean. Okay, as so all a female. Now, I don't think I, mean, I saw one. Know. I don't think a, I saw one male in the building. A female nurse practitioner has to talk to you about this problem. Yeah, she said, mm-hmm. "Hey, before we get started, let's get a baseline, figure out what we're at because of your symptoms. We want to check this out." How was the sample? You have enough to give them right then, or you have yeah, to wait? Yeah, or? No, I, more I felt, than they needed. I felt good about okay. it. Okay, I felt help. good yeah, about it. Matter of fact, I was, I was a little proud. Okay. They don't need yeah. a lot. No, no they, they don't. don't. No, they but don't. I made sure I probably gave them a little much. You ever yeah. had? You ever had yeah. to sure enough go? And you were like, it's hard I, to I got stop all you need. And start yeah. back. Yeah. 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 It's hard to cut it, it off. Right, Rick, you can warm your hands on that one. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, I tell you, you won't have cold hands. You won't. <laughs> oh, it's awful. So, um, so. She says, thank you very much for your sample. She said it? Yeah, she did. She said, it was a little awkward. thank you for it? Well, no, because thank you for, I guess, not taking long, because I didn't. Good Great job, little buddy. <laughs> a little bit. Great performance. Hell of a job. I thought at one point she was going to say she was proud of me. Look, a potty train. She said, well, thank you for your sample. Uh, if you will go sit back down out in the thank waiting you, room, we'll, we'll come get it. Okay. <laughs> And so, uh, and and I didn't know more. You sit see- there, and she was like, "All right, here we go, Mr. Wilburn." Oh, and I'm like, is my, "Is my dad here?" Every time, every time they say Mr. Wilburn, I think my dad's there. Adler showing sprinklers and faucets dripping. So uh, I go back into there's, a room. There's and, worse pictures, and it's uncomfortable because you don't know. Y'all had filled my mind. You know, I'm, I'm looking around had. for rubber gloves. Of course, we <laughs> I'm started humming blue moon and uh i know well i mean and uh and so uh they come in and they start asking me so now let's let's talk about this i'm Uh-oh. like do we have to Uh-oh. she said look we're just gonna have to just lay it all out and oh, just really no. talk about it oh no so, so there's another exam coming so i said all right well here's the deal and uh and i just went through all the symptoms and she says this is pointing to to uti uh, right. or maybe some type of an infection. Right. And she said, uh, we're going to go a little bit further, oh, and we're going to no. do a PSA uh, blood uh, oh, sample no. to make sure there's not an infection in there, and we can pinpoint that. And then the original analysis uh, on uh, your warm urine mm-hmm. uh, says that you're clear, uh, but we're going to send it off for culture just to make sure. But we're going to start you on an antibiotic, and let's knock this out because your symptoms are. I mean, you don't feel great. I'm like, no, I don't. If I, you know, and so a little weak voice. And so uh, she said, I need you to get uh, two of two antibiotics in today because it's you know twice a day. Get get on home, get that in, and then um, and then we'll we'll communicate. When will we know? Uh, she said today we should have PSA results. I've already been uh, texting with them a little bit, but. And I know placebo. I know my mind is weird, but I I've already feel better. Just and I've only taken three antibiotics, but I feel like I already feel better. Were you uncomfortable with some of their questions? Oh yes. And she said, "Look, we're gonna have to be straight up here." Uh-oh. And I'm like, "All right." These are, she back, said, "These, these are hard questions, but I need you to answer." Did you lie on any of them? Huh? Did you lie no, on any no, of them? I probably gave her a little more information. <laughs> hey, it's Rick and Bubba. A brand new show planned for tomorrow. Won't you join us? Rick, it'll be the Friday edition. We'll kick off the weekend. We'll look at things ahead and try to wrap up the week with a little fun. All tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.